Hey guys, welcome to the Save Continue Podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. I'm Shanae Howard. This is Ryan Robinson. Hello, my name is Ryan Robinson. And this man in the hat is Thomas Shelby. Hi guys. Hi. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good, Tom. Wait, where's your fedora? Oh, it's right over there. Put it on. Want me to get it? Oh, yes. Hold on. You did say you were going to wear that on the show. But be careful with the headphones and the hat. All right, I got it. Put it on the camera. Sure. So they can see the full glory. Put it yeah. on. It's a size too big, so don't, don't, you know. Don't at him. Yeah, don't, don't at me. Well, don't at him for the size. It's at me for the fedora. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. It's not. See it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is that good? Yeah. We're okay. done. All right. Thank you. <laughs> that's, a, that's enough. <laughs> okay. We talked about it a little bit uh, last episode, but what games have y'all been playing? Uh, nothing. Dust Strandings. <laughs> Same exact stuff because that was just an hour ago. Well, I meant like since last time we talked about games we played. Yeah. Uh, Death Stranding. Max Payne won a little bit. So cool. Yeah, it. you know what? It holds up pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like I'm excited for you to get to Max Payne too. Yeah. Yeah, it holds up pretty well. Uh, I'm liking it. What have you been playing, Ryan? Uh, I mentioned this on the last episode, but I'm playing a game called Black Future 80, Black oh, yeah. Future 88. Um, also, just recently uh, purchased Spider-Man on sale. Yes. Um, I've played about an hour of that game so far. Game is real cool. It's just so much fun. Yeah, it's just, man, uh, the, I was telling Tom, like, because the game start the first time you get control of Spider-Man, you're already swinging. And it's really neat, and like there's a, and like it teaches you, it, it tutorializes the swing mechanic at your fucking doing it, and there's a part where I was learning it, and like I started swinging real low, and I was swinging in the traffic, yeah. and I was like, that's so cool. It was just, it was, it's cool. You know, my favorite thing about playing that was not my favorite thing, but like when that game got announced, I'm pretty sure that was E3 2017, 2016, somewhere around there. Uh, anyways, when Sony announced that game. And they showed that trailer. Everybody's like, oh, it's Spider-Man. But, like, you know, when are they going to show us some actual gameplay? I'm like, no. Puddlegate. Al- almost all of that was gameplay. Remember Puddlegate? Yeah. Well, you have you messed around with the stickers? Mm-mm. So, Photo Mode has these stickers, and they patched in, like, puddle stickers. Just <laughs> as, like, fuck you to those people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, lots and lots and lots of Tekken 7. Man, that's a good game. That's a good fucking game. Are you playing it in VR? No. Gonna start doing money matches out of my apartment. <laughs> so, you know, bring your cash, Sandy. <laughs> uh, that's really about it. Oh, and, you know, Monster Hunter. That's it. That's it. Um, I beat Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. Did all the little collectibles. What do you think about Piano Man? Um, Like the Piano Ghost? The boss fight, yeah. It was fun. It was I like right. that one a lot. Um... I'm trying to think what, which one I really liked. I like the uh, the Natural History Museum where like it has like the T Rex and like the city. Yeah, I think that one was pretty fun. Um, I liked that the movie director ghost was not like really like a boss boss. Like he doesn't. Oh, okay. that's, the same, that's the same one. No, I'm thinking about the same one. So when he made like yeah made yours where you're in the city that that one. I like that fight, and I like that you could just—he would major movie, and then you just suck him up. <laughs> That's how it goes. Yeah. That's how you get in movies. Yeah. Weinstein and whatnot. Yeah, you suck him up. Um. I'm gonna make you a star. Mm-hmm. I really want to play <laughs> the like. I really, really want to play some local co-op on there. Yeah. Yeah, you can play fucking eight players on that bitch. Yeah. Well, like, I how's really that like, work? I'm not exactly sure. Um, I mean, just all the different controllers, and you can just sync them up. I know what I know what multiplayer is, Shanae. I want to know how multiplayer works in that video game. So it's like a tower. Smart ass. Yeah, you're going through floors. I know that. You're in the floors, and then each floor, there's like a certain amount of ghosts there, and you have to like go through the rooms and like suck up the ghost. So you guys are all trying but to suck up the most ghosts? No, uh, you're su- trying to suck them up all together within a certain time frame. I see. 
and uh, there's like fake doors and there's traps and things that if you get stuck in there and you have to like, you either have to wait like a, a stupid long time or get someone to come help you. Cool. So you really can't do this. I tried one manning it, could not do it by myself. Uh, I mean, I've seen some people that can, they're just better at that game than I am. Um, but I really, really want to play that with somebody else because that looks like it would be fun. Yeah. Because I like cooperative multiplayer sure. a lot more than competitive. Um, Is because you lose? Yes. You got to get that first win in you, and then you're really going to love competitive. It's addictive, you know? I just would never be a winner. Um, mm. <laughs> so I played that, and then I played a and then I was like, well, I'm going to be frugal. I played a little bit of Let's Go Eevee. And then I, I got. I forgot what that was for a second. Yeah. And then I got Fire Emblem Three Houses. And you guys are right. That game was definitely for me. Yeah. Um, I've been having a lot of fun figuring out all the mechanics of it. Like I mentioned last game that I'm going to do all three and I might redo this first one that I did. Um, I already. So I went and I saw that there was an expansion pack for it. So I just looked at what it was. And I like that it adds stuff to the game that's not, like, after gameplay stuff. Like, it adds extra quests and things you're doing as you play the game. Yeah. And I think that makes DLC, for me, definitely worth it. If it's something that, like, is to the side of it or adding on to it. Right. A lot of times, unless, like, I really, really love the game, I'm not going to go back or really, like, want that extra. But I like that it's, like, adding as you play it. Right. So, I just, I bought it about halfway through this playthrough I'm at right now. And I think that's another reason I'm thinking I might do a fourth playthrough of it. Dang. How many hours do you suppose that is? Um, well, I'm just figuring out the game and I'm almost done with the first run through. I'm like a chapter and a half, I think away. And I'm at like 27, 28 hours. You multiply that by four. Yeah, it's about 120 hours. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Like, I haven't played the game yet, and I've enjoyed some Fire Emblems in the past. So Fire Emblem's always been known for the whole rock, paper, scissor thing. Mm. And, like, I always thought it'd be cool, and it might be this way, but I don't believe it is, if, like, each house focused on one of those weapon sets. Like, not like, that's the only weapon that house could use, because that would break the game. Right? They get bonuses like, to those. Yeah, something like that would be cool. Yeah. So, like, each house that you have has, like, a main leader of that house. Yeah. And then they have, they are each one of those. Like they're, the one that I'm playing right now, she is like axe heavy and there's one that has a lance and then there's one that has a bow and arrow. Right. And then like you can recruit from other house houses. You just have to have like enough, good enough stats. So like there are care there's like in each house, there's like one or two characters that are just like really, really uh, overpowered compared to the rest. And then you can also, like, recruit teachers and, like, other faculty members to be a part of your house. And don't you date those teachers? Can't you date the teachers? You can date the teachers. Well, you are a teacher. Yeah. Okay. That's that's appropriate. You can't date students, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not that far. Uh, um, not all yeah, the students can. are, like, that same age. That seems unethical. Frank. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to see you after class. <laughs> well, I think that you... So, I don't think that... The t- I don't... Like, most... Fire, yeah, I know what you mean, Tommy. <laughs> every Fire Emblem that I've played has had like some sort of time skip in there yeah. or like time jump. So I don't think that like oh, you, you date your teacher after you graduate. I think that's one. I think that's how it goes. Cool. Because so far, Extra I've romanced yeah. the hell out of Edelgard. Is that a student? Yep. Wow. Um. Sinead, don't be diddling. Yeah, don't. Like, well, you're, no. you're sounding like a predator right now. No, we just have tea time. Is that what you call it? Yeah, we we drink tea. Why don't you have a seat, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have your chat transcripts right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I like, and you give them like gifts, but like, I've been like giving her like board games. Yeah. Which is a, an appropriate gift for a teacher to give a student. I guess. I just think that once you. Oh, I feel like that's a step away from candies. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I don't you have know? a van for her to get into, but she does go to battle with me. Yeah. Is that what you call it? And she's going to be the new, uh, she's going to be the next emperor of her line. And she wants me to be like an advisor. Is that what she Empress? Her? No, she calls it emperor. Childlike empress. No, nope. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. So I don't know. It's like definitely on my alley. I've liked other fire emblems games before. A lot of them I haven't finished. I 
am playing this first one in casual where if uh like a player dies they don't like they're not permadeath yeah just because i wanted to do that for the first playthrough while i get like everything handled because i always know because i do know that in a lot of final games there's like just a lot to, to keep track of but i've been playing it as if and i didn't even think about permadeath that's so funny but I've been playing it as if the the death is permadeath. So like, when a character dies and they're a character I don't want them to die, yeah, I just exit out and then redo the fight. Okay, I see so what you I say I save and then I continue. Sure, sure, sure. And then I go back to the saves a lot. So I am, tr- but I just want it to be where if like I'm at the very end of the fight and someone dies, I don't want it to be the very I don't want I don't want it to be like an annoyance sort of thing where I don't enjoy the game because of it. Right. So, and that's... So you might enjoy it more. Yeah. Um, I played that way in Awakening, and I that is one of the reasons I stopped playing it. Because I just got really annoyed, like, that my favorite characters kept dying. And then one time, it was just a really long fight. And my favorite character that I was, like, that I was like really wanting to do well with and, like, have as one of my mains died. And I was just, like, done. Yeah. Done. I made you in XCOM, and you died in your first battle. <laughs> Sounds accurate. Yeah. I. You stayed dead. I didn't think about it when I first made the, when I first created the game, but I did name the character after my dog Luna. Yeah. So I am making Luna romance people. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel weird about that. I think you're I'm a very inappropriate person. <laughs> I'm really glad you're enjoying this game as much as you you seem to be. Yeah, yeah. Berto's really happy about it too because he. Um, because whenever I went and bought Luigi's Mansion, those were the two games, Luigi's Mansion or Fire Emblem, that I was thinking about getting. Yeah. But I'm glad that I play. What did I play before Luigi's Mansion? Uh, hold on. I remember. I keep forgetting that I have a Switch at my house, and I, every time you guys talk about Switch games, I feel like I'm missing out. And I remember there's you a Switch are. At, and I then there's I remember there's a Switch at my house. I don't know what you played, dude. I remember. I mean, you talked for a while about Birdo playing Death Stranding. But other than that, I don't know. I was playing a lot of Apple Arcade. Yeah, that's true. And was it Kingdom Hearts last? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just wanted a fun game. A fun game I could be mindless with, so that's why I went with Luigi's Mansion. Oh, yeah. Fucking slam. It's uh, it's a good romp. Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah. Uh, Was that game $60? Yes. Yes. Okay. Every Nintendo game for the rest of time. $60. Will be full price retail. Man. <laughs> That's not true, but it's basically true. They yeah. never do sales or nothing? Sometimes. Seldom. Seldom on first party stuff. Man. I don't know. There's so much like money, you know. There's they still got a lot some of games of the most valuable IPs. Sorry, Shane, go ahead. Well, we're gonna buy a brand new we're gonna buy a new TV around um. Yeah, Hell yeah, it's gonna Around be Super sweet. Bowl yes. Sunday. You guys are gonna watch a super you guys gonna have a Super Bowl party? No. Oh. Uh, it's just TVs normally go on sale around the Super Bowl. I see. So That's a good idea. I never thought about that. Yeah. Couches too. When huh? is the Super Bowl? <laughs> and uh, dip. On February second, my birthday. <laughs> the sale on dip. Yeah. We only buy our dip around Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, French onion. <laughs> Half off. Sure. Yeah, so we're gonna wait till around Super Bowl Sunday time, see what sales they have. And you're smart motherfuckers, man. Yeah, you're yeah. you're very frugal. Yeah. I like that about I'm you. I'm gonna get me a. I've been looking into just based off past sales. We were looking into either buying it off Amazon because he has an Amazon credit card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like that that interest thing where if you pay it off a certain time, like you don't get any interest on it. But um, we might actually get a better deal. Me signing up for a Best Buy credit card. Because they're, they're doing, like, two years no interest. Cool. So. Killer. Yeah. So I think we're going to get a $2,400 TV. Fuck that credit up for a TV, homie. Oh, my credit's great. His credit's improving. It's not I bad. mean, look, if you can't afford to pay $2,400 in two years, yeah, then, then you, you shouldn't other, be buying it anyway. you got other problems. You know? Yeah. Well, we're just... Uh, Two years no interest is pretty good. Yeah. One of the things we did this weekend is do a lot of like financial health stuff. Yeah. Like budgeting. We yeah. created two new savings accounts. I just imagine you putting band aids onto dollar bills. <laughs> financial health. You get yeah. It. Uh, and some Neosporin. Yeah. 
Don't want to get infected. But uh, that joke went, <laughs> that joke went on long enough. <laughs> I was gonna kill the joke. <sighs> sure. As yeah, I, as you're I, good at that. That's bad financial health today. Yeah. It's bad friend health. Sure. It's It's okay financial. Health. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah. So we're seeing what we want to do. How I want to spend our finances in the next like five years. That's uh, cool. But we both want a brand new TV. Uh, we're looking at a sixty-five inch. And Berto is like, well, if we get a house, is this going to be big enough? I was like, yeah, I think a 65-inch TV is I don't know. Houses are a lot bigger than apartments, Shanae. You might want to move up the size on that a bit. Yeah. Well, he was looking at the 75-inch, and I was like, no, I just... Uh, maybe that might not be big enough, Shanae. You might yeah. want to think about it. Yeah. You know you could just cut an LED wall. Yeah. <laughs> That's also true. Uh, yeah, we're also... We're also just a weird tech house. We're th- looking at it because he was thinking about getting in, like the smart light bulbs to go with our uh, Google Home Mini. Why not? You know, yeah, might as the well. house of the future today. Sure. So we have all these Apple products, uh, Google products, the Fire Stick with Alexa. D- shit, just throw some Stadia in there. You'll be all set. Yeah, you guys will well, be we living in the cloud. <laughs> and then we have every current gen console. Yeah, for now, anyway. Right. For now. Probably like going forward too. So it's one of those things like Man, you guys I, we are don't stand anything. Out of control over there. Apparently, yeah. But you also have a lot of tech. Nah, I don't know. Ryan, you have two PlayStation Fours. <laughs> That's true. But also, <laughs> y'all don't have two PlayStation Fours in this bitch. No. Berto's kind of living the poor life because one of his monitors went out, so now he can only use one monitor oh, on man, his TV. That poor baby. On TV as computer. That poor baby. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> I know. He's having to decide if he wants to get a new monitor first or the new TV first. And I told him we're doing the, the TV. Yeah, like, he could use the TV as a second monitor. Right? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he's like a giant <laughs> ass second monitor. <laughs> he's thinking, I'm going to put the Twitch chat on this one. <laughs> <laughs> and the game get on the, this one. Get the 75 incher. Yeah. Just yeah. have that on there. That will be for chat. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. mm. I like that. Yeah. I want to get it. I want to get a new TV. I've had, uh, I've Your had TVs my. Your TVs are nice. Uh, my TV, I'm ready to upgrade. Your TV's only like five, six years old. Yeah, it's time now. Okay, I want it. Okay, okay. I think both of our TVs are like over seven. But years I gotta old. get Tom to go with me again because last time he went with me and he kept me from getting swindled. <laughs> That's true. <So. laughs> that is true. So I need Tom with me to keep me from. Where getting were you swindled. going that you were sw- could be Cons. swindled? Cons. I went to. It's in the name. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The, so when I bought my TV, this guy was trying to sell me on this all, guy. Uh, yeah, it was a guy. Uh, I mean, that's how I feel like he probably identified as a guy. But uh, he was trying to sell me on the TV because he was like, you know, Netflix has a lot of 4K content. And Tom immediately whips out his phone. And he's like, actually, yeah, this ne- is what they ne- have. At the time, Netflix had four programs available, including the Smurfs in 4K. One of them being Smurfs. And then, like, and then Tom pointed that out to him, and he like. <laughs> He read off it on his phone, and then he like slightly lowered his phone and just like looked at the guy, <laughs> and then the guy, w- <laughs> the guy just kind of froze. And I was like, "It's all right, man. I was gonna buy the TV anyway. You're okay." <laughs> it was pretty good. You gotta look out, you know. But then you gotta watch out for Tom because, like, when they when they start getting when they start talking to you about extending credit to you, is Tom's gonna try to get you to get everything. I didn't say everything because he was like sweet speakers because he was like he was, Tom was like five thousand dollars credit, huh? You know, Ryan, these this good sound system right here. Yeah. Like a three thousand dollar sound system. Dude, those speakers were like the size of us. It was pretty they were pretty cool though. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't <laughs> I just feel like if we get a seventy five inch TV, Bert is gonna want a whole surround system. Hell yeah, he's gonna. And I don't Why? I, I don't just because I don't like a lot of bass. You don't like the way things sound? Yeah, I don't like a lot of bass. You don't have to have a lot of bass. Yeah, like you can Berta t- will have so much bass. And well, it's gonna and it's gonna kill my ears. I mean, presets, headaches. baby, presets. You promise to take them for better or for worse. Yeah, for base or for worse. Yeah, <laughs> and sickness and in base. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't mind getting a sound bar. I just I've never had. So base, do you part? Yeah. I've never enjoyed for a long period of time a surround system. You know, it's never really been my thing, but I get it. Yeah, you I gotta play. It. You gotta play condemned criminal origins and surround. That'll fuck you well, up. Well, I played some Dead Space in a surround. 
sound like room and that was pretty fun but even that like just the bass in it just made my ears hurt mm. i think if i put in earplugs then it might be better yeah use those fancy airpods you got you know i might sure yeah i really like those earpods yeah i know you do so <laughs> 20 <laughs> minutes in <laughs> eh, it's our show where's our uh where's our topic today what's going on here uh, well, Ryan had our topic t- for today. I mean, you're the host now. All right. So our topic today <laughs> is that games that changed us. That's not what I said. All right. Then that's <laughs> not- <laughs> Isn't that what you said? That's not what I said. I forgot. But, I but forgot what you said. I was trying to. P- I was Chanae. trying to pawn it off. All right. Chanae. You've changed things. <laughs> yeah. uh, You've changed. Uh, no. So I want to talk about. I want to talk about yes. games that we feel. Have brought out the best in us, okay, and how they did that, and we don't have to talk about it in any specific way because I know that was kind of uh, abstract, but any way that like that strikes you, you know, <coughs> I just want to I just want to have a very general discussion about that because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I find that as time goes on, I think about that more and more when I'm playing games. So I just wanted I don't want I was wondering if you guys had any games that you feel have brought out good good things in you. That'd be good. Well, I said the best, so. All right. I mean, if the, if your if your best is still pretty bad, I'll <laughs> yeah. accept that too. Yeah, the best would be in the worst. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you got, Ryan? Okay. Well, uh, I'll get just I'll get to start with this one. So, um, you guys are familiar with a hat in time, yes? Yeah, mm-hmm. I introduced you to that. Well, not technically, but. Uh, okay. So here's what I think about that game. Is that playing that game is one of the, is one of the few times where I was just genuinely happy while playing it, just like filled with happiness while engaging with the game. And it was one of those. It's it made it reminded me that it reminded me that games that video games at their core are just supposed to be fun. And it was just a really good time that I had. And it made me feel like it was made me feel really appreciative to be playing it. And the entire time it was it was one of those things that like it reminds me of not only how how good that game is at making me feel that way, but how I should how I should take more time to enjoy the games that I'm playing in general. And I hadn't really thought about it because I think that a lot of the time when I'm playing a game. Just get through this game on the next one, right? Get this game on the next one. But it wasn't until I played that game that, like... That game grind. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, I think that at a certain point, like, it was kind of like that for me. Like, it was it was kind of uh, weird because I enjoy video games, but on a certain point, like, I have... I feel like I have so many of them, and I want to play so many of them, that at a certain point, it does kind of get like that. Like, I'm enjoying it, but it feels like a... Gr- I don't know. I don't think i'm articulating that well but i'm all i know what you mean it's yeah it's like you do want to play them but because you're constantly looking towards the future you're not yeah. being present in the game that you're playing well, yeah because i'm i'm playing the game and then i'm thinking about okay well this is the this is the next game i'm gonna go through but uh and i think that's a good word for it like but when playing a hat in time like it just reminded me to just like enjoy what i'm doing and just be present in that experience and i and like and I found that I was able to enjoy it so much more because of that realization. Uh, as, as opposed to just because that game has like all these collectibles and checking stuff off a list. And it could have just been that. But because of everything around that, like the way that the game like brings things to you and like presents them to you, it kind of just flipped that switch in my head that 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 did that for me. Also, the characters are pretty charming. Yeah. Like us, uh, I play and I didn't play. I mean, I watched you play because whenever you were streaming that game yeah. and I would come over. Um. Like, it was a lot of fun even watching. Like, that part with the birds on yeah. the express. Yeah. I thought that was fun. There's a lot of things that are just, like, it's just fun. Yeah. it was. It's just, like, a lot of fun for the sake of being fun, and I think that was really cool. And just, like, fun references. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, you know it's nodding, too. It's not, like, cha- necessarily changing anything. It's just, like, a fun, cute way of it. Yeah. And, you know, it it just reminded me to enjoy things while I'm doing them. Uh, that's And that's how that game has affected me. Interesting. You guys have any? 
I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's really what you're looking for, but like, there's like, definitely like said, a lot of games that have changed the way that I I look at different things. I don't yeah. know if it's for the best or not, but like, like Tetris definitely taught me determination. You know, yeah, uh, for sure. You know, more than any other video game. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like such a small thing. You know, uh, I don't know. There are certain games that I like, and nothing specific. I mean, I guess there are specifics, but it's like many specific games that have made it to the point where it's just like, I'm not going to waste my time with lesser games. Sure. You know, like what's the point of playing a game with like a halfway decent story when right. I can play something that's fucking ridiculously amazing, you yeah. know? Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's definitely like gaming in general and finding good games ha- has made me a bit more critical Yeah. of... You know, well, the, there's that realization that you're, or lazy writing. Yeah. Well, there's that realization that your time is at a premium, right? Yeah. And you don't want to spend it. Well, it's like you're talking about. We've got a lot of games, right? Like yeah. I have literally over a thousand video games. Right. You know, and I'm not going to play all of them. Right. You know, not at uh, once. I don't know. Like I, I, it's definitely made me more than happy to stop playing certain games. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, you think about, like, when you weren't, you know, you, you think about when, like, we weren't the one, it wasn't our money that we were using to buy video games. It was, like, our parents gave us money, and yeah. then, so that was the game you had for, how, when until whenever you got enough money to buy another video game. It could have yeah. been six months, could have maybe been another year, depending on how much money you had. And so you're, you're very much in that scope of, you're in that place of, well, I'm just going to make the best of this because this is what I have. And then I was not even a conscious thought. At least it wasn't for me as a kid. It's like yeah. this is just what I have. So I'm, I'm either going to play this or this. Yeah. Um, but like you know, there was a point in time where like the first Bioshock would have been on my short list for favorite games. Sure. And then now, as I look back on it, I'm like, it's really not written very well. Yeah. There are games with better mechanics and better writings that, that are in the same genre. Yeah. Why would I ever play that again? Not to speak bad about like anybody who likes that game. I think it's a perfectly fine game. Right. But, like, that's just it. It's a fine game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so much has happened over the last 12 years yeah. that, like... Yeah. It's like people that, like, you know, a lot of... Everybody still fucking idolizes Half-Life. And, like, yeah. Half-Life did a, lot, did a lot for gaming. It's a very important game. Yeah. But, like, eh, going back to it, like, eh. Yeah. And I've gone back to it within the last year, you yeah. know? I don't know. Um... Uh, that's maybe and like I said, maybe that's not the best in me. But like I, I think well, it's important. I, I guess let me clarify. Uh I think what I mean is like when you play a game, did it did you come away from the game with something? Like did that game give you something? I definitely think that that's that that, that is a gift. Yeah. Otherwise I'd be playing Borderlands three right now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's not a joke, you know. But yeah. but uh yeah, I don't know. Um I mean, I guess there's other things, right? Like Edith Finch makes me think about like how different people might approach or perceive different situations, you know? Yeah. Uh, we could go through the same, like the three of us could all go through the same experience and have a very different out- outlook on it, you know? Right. Um, I think that's pretty interesting. But uh, as a matter of fact, like the three of us were here for like for a playthrough of that game and we all saw the same things, and I'm not, sh- and, and I can't say that we all, like, were affected by what was going on in the same way. Yeah. Um. But I think that I think that's really cool, Tom, because I think that, uh, giving like giving you like have having the the chance to play, like really good games, mm-hmm. and not just fine games, but like really good games, and like like. Sh- Games that show you like what video games can be, right? And teaching you like you know maybe I shouldn't settle, yeah, for like a mediocre experience, you know. Uh, yeah, I think like games like Journey or even uh, any any of UA's games like definitely have taught me creatively in my own creative process that oftentimes less is more. Yeah, you know I won't say that's always the case, sure, but uh, it definitely yeah. can be. Yeah. I have some. Go ahead. So, um, one of them, I think better. Like, I go in and, y'all know, I have, like, a lot of different interests that I'm into, and I stick with one, and then I'm really into it, and then I move to the next. Right. 
So anime, then ear pods, and books, then, uh, TV shows, movies, puzzles, puzzles, yeah. um, marriage. Yeah, all those things that I'm just mildly interested in at one point or another. <laughs> like your marriage, <laughs> like my dog. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, uh, not necessarily with this new God of War, but when I was playing God of God of War Two, mm-hmm. I got into Greek and Roman mythology when I was younger. Right. Got playing those games, maybe like go back and read read some of the books that I had about it, or look more into it at that point because technology was more available. Right. Um, and just kind of like, you know, fall back in, I want to say fall back in love is like the best term, but like fall back in interest into it. And with like video games or no, with like just Greek and Roman mythology, oh, just like, um, think about like how people like can perceive things differently and just like a lot of stories are really cool. All of them are like a lot more brutal than you think. Yeah. Um, I mean, you pro- probably, that's such a good pretty. answer, dude. That's such a good answer. Um, Thanks. And then also, uh, Final Fantasy, not Final Fantasy, uh, Bravely Default taught me that I don't have to do, oh, it taught me to like kind of find my own path in a lot of these RPG games. A lot of them, I would kind of play what I wanted, what I thought was best for a while, but I would every now and then would still go and check a guide. Sure. To see what everyone suggested, like, was the best classes or the best way to grind on something or where to get things. Right. And just so I could get do all the collectibles and I would just, like, grind and grind and grind until it just wasn't fun anymore. Or I was just, like, or at the point where I just give up and I'm just reading the guide and going to do what the guide said. But Bravely Default's, like, the first one where I just tried specifically very hard never to look at a guide. Because yeah. I was trying to create my own. And I just thought it would be a fun experience. And even though I never, like, completed it, as most things in my life, um, <laughs> it at least, like, taught me to appreciate not following a guide. Yeah, And yeah. not looking how to do something that's, like, a massive game. Um, and, yeah, I think that, like, that was, that was fun. It definitely made me appreciate not doing it more. Um, and being okay if things are a hundred percent being right. okay that I don't know every single single yeah. hidden thing. And I think that a lot of people when, when we're talking about video games, especially with video games where uh, there's an emphasis on exp- on exploration or in some way like taking items off a box, uh, taking items off a list rather. Uh, Say or like a specific way like yeah. like with Mass Effect. Um. But one and two, like, I went through the guides hardcore to make sure that everyone survived, everyone had a great ending, and, like, <laughs> were done well. And maybe, th- and doing that might not have been the way you enjoyed playing the game. Yeah, I mean, I with still, games, I still like, Specifically a lot of with games like Mass Effect, or, like, any Telltale game, or whatever, like, I make it a point to answer questions in a way that I think that character would. Sure. You know? Uh, regardless of what the outcome may be. Right. Um... Yeah, like there's a, like I mean, I've gotten more into doing that. Like Batman is, you know, Tales of Batman was a lot of not talking at all. Yeah. You know, silence so. is a valid option. Um, and then I had another one. That I was trying to think of. Um, because that one t- got me more back into an interest. Um, want to come back to it? Yeah. Okay. I'll think about it in a second. So another thing that I want to, one of the, I talk a lot about like uh, the games that Tom has got me and the most important, I think the fighting games that Tom has got me are I think the most important ones because they, Street Fighter specifically, because man, and before that I used to have so much fucking anxiety when it came to uh, online competition and and specifically in fighting games like I could do it in shooters or whatever but like with fighting games I just like because it was like so it's one-on-one and it's so personal and just like it can be not your fault when it's a team-based game yeah yeah but like when when it's kind of when it's when it's a fighting game like it's on me right right and like it used to there are times where I would buy fighting games for myself and I would I would go to do the online and during that little period of time when it's like trying to find a match 
like my, my nerves would get the best of me and I would just back out. <laughs> and, and like that happened so much because I just, something about it just, just freaked me out. And then like he, I got like after Tom and I had been playing street fighter uh, together for a while. And that was fine because like Tom's my friend. So like there's, it's I know him and it's it's, it's so it's just it's, it stings less when you lose yeah if you like the person <laughs> but like it but it helped me it like it gave me like this confidence like especially like that that first match that I won like it gave me this confidence that I never had before and like not only did it make me feel more confident but now I seek it out and like now like I'm actively trying to find that kind of competition and to the point where I've told Tom that like if a game like if a game doesn't have if like a fighting game doesn't have like an active online community or if I have to like do things to like be able to engage with it outside from just queuing up for a match and go like I'm not into it. Yeah. And so like I'm actively seeking that out and that's not something that I ever did before. And so like that the confidence to go in even if I might lose but the confidence to go in and like try is like is it's like probably one of like the biggest things that's happened for yeah. me, like in all of video games, I think. Uh, and fighting games, like fighting games specifically, like gave me that because like I used to be so averse to that stuff. I used to like, just shy away from it. Like only co- only multiplayer I want to do is cooperative because I don't want I don't want to fight anybody. I just want us to work together. I don't want to <laughs> lose. But now I'm just like yeah, I'm all about like finding that competition because I want it. Like I want to I want to be better than the next, the other person at, at this thing, yeah. at least in that moment, you know? So that's what, that's that, it gave that to me. So it, it brought out that confidence in me, I think. Uh, so the reason I liked what you said so much is because like that happens to me several times a year where I find a game that I'm really into and it leads to uh, like more, research you know research on different things uh and i like that a lot like that's probably my favorite thing in video games is when that happens it's why i like near automata so much because it goes into all these philosophies yeah and it's like okay well because of this side quest let's see how much i can learn about the theseus paradox yeah. and like shit like that you know like yeah, yeah really cool this is a bad example a little bit more like norse mythology after jotun yeah yeah, for sure, for sure. This is a bad example, or maybe it's not, depending on your perspective. But after playing Dante's Inferno, I was like, "Let me go see what the Divine Comedy is about." Yeah, and I don't think that's a bad example at all. I mean, no. that game is that game is silly as fuck, but like that made me that got me that game released in two thousand seven got me to read like a five hundred year old text that yeah. I never would have read. Yeah, you know, that's and that's kind of neat. Yeah, I don't understand most of it. Just like right. super into that shit, you know, uh, playing back through fucking uh, Silent Hill 2 recently got me thinking about shit like the Divine Comedy and, you know, th- th- things of that nature. Like it's it's very, well, that is my favorite thing w- when something leads me to watching hours of videos on another topic sure. or yeah. going through Wikipedia articles on whatever random thing that just, you know, had a slight bit of influence on this game. Yeah. Uh, I like that a lot. Yeah. I also think it, like, that's the reason why, I mean, none of them do, like, absolutely spectacular, but why they do obviously keep churning out, like, video game and, or movie and TV show video games. Mm. Like, the Telltale Game of Thrones one. Yeah. I played the fuck out of that because I wanted more Game of Thrones. I wanted yeah. more Westeros. Yeah. And that, like, scratched that itch. Yeah. And it's a good, it and, like, it, it is a cool thing when, you know, like, that game's world or universe like makes you want to seek more, seek out more stuff about that, uh, or like seek out more things in that world, um, or like stuff that's adjacent to it, you know. Um, because like I, I played like I played a little bit of Control, and then all of a sudden I'm just like, I'll look up some paranormal stuff. Yeah. Now I'm all now all of a sudden I'm all about sure, that. Sure, sure. And uh, and you know it doesn't happen all the time for me, but when it does, it just. It's really neat. And then it, like, and that in turn enhances the enjoyment that I had with the game that I was playing. So. Yeah. I think uh, part of the reason I like Kingdom Hearts so much is because it's the first game where I just, like, 
specifically two parts. One I already, already talked about like a while back where I didn't know in the beginning of the first one that the giant heartless that shows up, I forgot its name, I think it's Behemoth, um, shows up and like you can't fight it. You're supposed to go to like the secret cove where like you met Kyrie and Riku and stuff. And I just kept trying to fight it and kept dying. And like that, and then in the Hercules trying to fight Sephiroth in that one, both times I would get, just get so mad, I'd like throw the controller, <laughs> and like I would just get frustrated. <laughs> I bet you did. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because most of the time, when, like before that, like River City Ransom, I always play with my cousin or a family member. I, I mean, I've played it sometimes by myself, but most of the time, no. You and had help. And even then, like, the times I played myself, I didn't really care if I wasn't doing well in a fight because, like, just the way the game moves, I could just go try a different fight yeah. and then come back to it. It's not a big deal. I can go, like, grind until I get, like, better stuff. Yeah. And it was never, like, it never felt super challenging. But, like, Kingdom Hearts was, like, the first one, like, that I was, like, just by myself, like, nobody giving me advice, nobody, like, playing with me, that I would just get frustrated and, like, things were just super hard and I'd have to go <laughs> cool off. And then come back to it with, like, a fresh mind. Like, I've, sure, I've sure. seen you angry before, Shaday, but, like, I've never seen you throw controller angry. And I'm a I little mean, bit intrigued. I mean, it wasn't, like, across the room or anything. It was just, like, slamming it yeah, down. Yeah. It was, like, slamming it down and, like, uh, si- and then, like standing up and just, like, stomping into my room. <laughs> cool. Like, kind of like that stuff where it's just, like, just buck up and get through it. Like, sure. you can. Just have to, You're just going to have to keep trying. So I think that might also be a reason why it has like a just like a soft spot in my heart is just that like, no, it's not the most challenging. But as a child who's bad at video yeah, games, yeah, for sure, yeah. there's uh, hard things in that's there. That's a good answer too. Yeah, like I definitely know the feeling you're talking about, and the sad thing is like I can't think of the last time that that happened that I like really, really had to try. Yeah, you know, Cuphead. Sure, but like it just didn't keep my interest that it, yeah. enough that I really wanted to keep trying, you right. know. Uh, I don't know, like that's that's such a good good feeling, and I feel like, I mean, it's apparent games are getting easier and easier as time goes on. But still, the, when your perseverance apparent. pays off, it's just yeah. There's not like when your perseverance per- pays off, that's a really good feeling, yeah. you know, regardless of the game. It's um, like I said at the beginning of this conversation, like Tetris, you know, like, and you. I think the 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 thing that Tetris brings to you is like you're only battling yourself, right? You know, and these blocks. You're just trying to best yourself. That's it. Yeah, but and stack these blocks. Yeah, make uh, them go away. Sure. Uh, sure. Sure. You know, it's funny. Like we taught you, you mentioned how like video games have gotten easier, and for some reason that uh, that made that reminded me of how because you know. Video games used to come with instruction manuals in the in the box, and there are certain games, like mostly like first person shooters, where like it sometimes they would give you like a, a a rundown of like the enemies that appeared in the game. Yeah, and I remember specifically Duke Nukem 3D, where uh, like I was thumbing through the the instruction guide, and I saw like I saw the Octo Brains, and like the guys passed that, and I was like, well, those guys look hard. If I ever get to the point where those guys are in the game, I'm just quitting because <laughs> I don't. I'm, not, I'm done. But not these guys. Yeah, and uh, I don't know why I was like that because I was I like as a kid, and I don't know if this is a thing like universal across like for all kids, but like I was very um, I was very like I found any kind of adversity or difficulty in video games like very repellent. Yeah, and like I would all like. I think about like when I would play Streets of Rage two, uh, I've been through that game a million times, and every single time it was on easy. Yeah. Uh, funky mode. Yeah, I guess no, so. Funky mode is way different. No, yeah, because easy. Yeah, like the game plays the same. Yeah. It's just funky mode plays itself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I would like if there was an easy difficulty, I would always play it like that. You know, and now like, <coughs> but but like because I didn't really need. I didn't need any gratification from beating a hard game at that time. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like when we were kids, there were so many games that didn't have a difficulty setting. Sure. And were just fucking hard. Yeah. You know, because that's what video games were. Yeah. It's yeah. a it's a holdover from arcades is what it is, you yeah. know. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. that. I think that that's a really good answer, though. 
it's important to me, I think, more, like, I don't always need it, right? Like, I'll, like, I think that my, my interest in video games is kind of, like, in the same way my interest in movies. Like, I don't need, I don't always need, like, there to be some, like, kind of profound narrative or, like, statement being made with the movie or game that I'm playing or watching. Neither do I, and but, like, like there's just so much more from it, you know? Yeah, but, like, when, in the, and it's of those times where I'm playing something or watching something and I come away from it with something, then that's, like, really, that's, like, it always stays with me. Yep. Um, and that happened a lot with, like, with, because uh, I've played through Telltale's The Walking Dead Season 1, like, like maybe five times. And, but I, I think back to the first time I ever played it and I remember coming away from it with like, like it, like with a more of an appreciation between, of relationships between characters on the screen. Cause a lot of times I like a lot of video games, like where the relationships between characters is such a passive experience. Like those relationships are what they are. Like they're written in a certain way. So you have no like control over them. Yeah. But that was the first that was the first game of that kind that I ever played like that. And granted like I know that like you know that's like that's that's n- like if we're talking about adventure games that's not like a, a archetypical example of adventure games but it was the first one that I had ever played. Yeah. And that like having that kind of um what do you call it? That kind of like influence over how things played out like taught me like it didn't teach me this, but like it gave me like an appreciation for like subtlety between character interactions and like made me, it, it, it gave me, it made me think about what I was doing. Whereas like a lot of times with video games at the time that I was playing, like I'm just pulling a trigger over and over again. I'm not really thinking about it, Yeah. but like thinking about what I'm Button saying, mashing. Yeah, thinking about what I'm saying, thinking about the actions that I'm taking. And that wasn't something that I was really used to. And it's made me take a more, uh, as far as like narrative based games, it's made me, take a more deliberate pace with it, like really actually, you know, take it in. That's really neat for me. I getting I feel like I'm getting more more out of more out of those narrative focused games because of it. I mean I can't remember what it which one it was. But I guess my favorite my first Atomi game taught me this how good it feels to have all the boyfriends. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean by now, gosh, you got to have like a thousand boyfriends, right? And girlfriends. Sure. What was the name of that Otomi that we all played together? I don't My remember. horse prince. No, 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 no. The other, one, the one with all humans. Uh, summer days. No. Spring. But it did have a season in it. Yeah, spring. I don't remember. Uh, spring is an okay Lou Taylor Poochie movie, uh, but that was not the name of that game. Sure. Uh. But it was, I think it was summer or spring something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got it, dude. You got it. Uh, trauma center taught me how to be an excellent surgeon and have a steady hand. <laughs> how many you lives have a steady you, hand? How many lives did you save, Tom? I mean, lots. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're a hero. Sure. You know? I think it's. Ace attorney taught me how to do law. 13th tower. Objection. Taught yeah. me that to give more Wii games a chance. There could be some gems in there. There's a billion good Wii games. I know, but like I didn't. All, all I ever played was like the family friendly ones, yeah. like the like the the mainline Nintendo ones, the Wii Sports stuff. Yeah. Mad World. Um, I didn't. I didn't play with Mad World before this, but like I decided to give thir- uh the Thirteenth Tower a chance, and I was like, oh shit. What is the Thirteenth Tower? It's like this uh RPG where it does like a really actually a really good mechanic of using some of your attacks and stuff. Like you have to have the nunchuck attached to it and the controller. And it felt like really good. Yeah. Actually playing it. I was really down for it. And it's, it's just, it's a, it's a Japanese RPG. It looks like what you think one would look like. Okay. Both really, really fun. Wii mechanics. Okay. Um, that's slightly off topic, but are you super psyched for bravely default Two? Why do I feel like that game already existed? You're thinking of Bravely Second. Yep. Oh, yeah. that's not Bravely Default Two. No. Uh, I'm see. not. To be honest, I have not. I wasn't aware of Bravely Default Two. Yeah, it got announced like a couple of weeks ago. They showed a short little trailer. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'll have to go and watch that. 
So what so would Bravely Second be? Is that like Bravely Default 1.5 or something? <laughs> um, it's like... Final it, chapter prologue. I see. <laughs> it's 358 Days Over 2, guys. Sure. Recoded. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I play a little bit of Bravely Second, but I could not tell you what it's about at this moment. Bravely Default taught Square Enix that they didn't have to name all their RPGs Final Fantasy. That's true. Because that yeah. started as a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm trying to think which one. I guess it was Guitar Hero taught me that I just will never be good at a game. <laughs> sure. And you and can't win them all, you know. It, it taught me my limitations. Sure. sure. I mean, that's a wise and lesson, it, you know. And how to be okay with it. Yeah. Like, it's just not for me. Uh, the bouncer reminded me that I'll always protect the ones that I love. <laughs> that's a Square Enix game. Uh, you know what? <sighs> I think... Half-Life taught me theoretic Grand physics. Grand Theft Auto Five taught me that I'm not going to hate all Grand Theft Auto games. That's good. How many Grand Theft Auto games have you actually played? Three, San Andreas, Vice City, Stories, because it was the Which PSP. Is it, oh, so Vice City Stories, okay. Well, Liberty City Stories was also on PSP. Yeah, was that the one you played? I, th I think it was Vice City Stories. Okay. Did you play as a black guy or a white guy? White guy. And you that's played Liberty City Liberty Stories. Okay. Um, so you basically played four. five that are basically the same. Four. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then I Did watched... Did you play Chinatown Wars? No. Did you play one, two, or London? No. Okay. I watched other people do, do it. I just... Sure. Sure. I just liked watching... How much Bully did you play? Any None. How much Manhunt did you play? None. I played, I played. Well, Sinead, I'm happy to tell you you are the GTA authority. Yeah. <laughs> played all the GTA that needs to be played. And uh, yeah. you, uh, you win Rockstar. I can't. Yeah. I We're going to give you a trophy. It's in the mail. Yeah. I have been working for this my entire life. Sure. Yeah, uh, and it's, look, at all that, look at all that work that paid off, man. I'm proud of you. About fucking time. Yeah. I'm proud of you, Boyd. Anybody else, <laughs> Boyd. Says, anybody else who says that they love the series more than me. You're wrong. You're just wrong. Sure. Crime pays. You know, I know I, we brought, I brought it up last episode, but like Baba is You mm -hmm. definitely taught me that people have not run out of ideas for video games. Absolutely. And I think this generation in general tried to prove <laughs> prove otherwise, Yeah, <laughs> at least to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. What, do you, um, do you, what do you think is going to happen next generation? You think we're going to get more games that kind of, that kind of, go along that same vein of, you know, uh, like giving us original concepts like that? No. no. I mean, yes, there will be more. Sure. But do I think it will be like... It won't be... Um, Significant? Uh, an abundance or like what that generation is known for? Absolutely, I don't. Yeah. Like percentage-wise, it'll probably... I do not. Like Every, everything's maybe derivative. Maybe seven, five to seven. Baba is you as derivative, but it just does its own thing, you yeah. know? God is doing a new thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Baba's doing a new thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Have we seen... Like, yes, we will definitely see some new ideas, but that is not going to be what the generation is, is remembered for, unfortunately. Uh, we'll see a new Assassin's Creed. Sure. Probably. Right? We'll see a new Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty. Probably a Halo game at some point. We're going to get another Madden. Right? Another yeah. 2K? Huh? Oh, yeah, another 2K, yeah. Um... I don't know. Well, thank you guys for engaging me on this topic. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. It was fun. Mm -hmm. You guys got a... Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sarah. Uh I don't have a segment this week. Do you? It's all the small things. It's time for all the small things. All right. All the small things. Yeah. Uh, that Do it can't one more time. be it. One more time. No. Another one. Uh, I guess we're just not having that. Wait, wait, wait. Push another one, dude. No, it's fine. All right. Uh, <laughs> I want to push the purple one. Okay, so my small thing... Uh-huh. And you guys can have a small thing, too, if you want. Sure. You don't have to. My small thing is Spelunky. When Spelunky first came out... Okay, so in Spelunky, each level, you have a damsel, right? And you get the damsel... I always accidentally kill the damsel. And you take, you take them to the exit, and, you know, you're rewarded for that. And... When Sp the original version of Spelunky, this is like before Xbox 360 version, the original version of Spelunky, a lot of people complained because you're just this dude saving this woman in a dress, and that's the damsel. Yeah. 
and Derek, you thought long and hard about it and said, you know what? I'm going to put a man damsel in there if you want to save a man damsel. Yeah. And I'm going to put a pug damsel in there. Yeah. Aww. And I think that that's pretty cool that he was able to recognize that his game was a little bit not great yeah. and do what he could to make it right. Yeah. He took the one not great part about that game and made it great. Yeah. So. Derek Yu's awesome, so. Yeah, it seems awesome. Yeah. Still waiting on that UFO 50. Yeah. Where is it? Um, I have a small thing that I actually noticed it, really liked it, okay. and thought about I'm gonna say this on the show. Good, good. You see good, something, say good. something. You know, it's it's because it's because I'm playing. That's it. what that means. Yeah, it's because I'm, pl- I'm playing it. But in fire in fire emblem three houses, yeah, you're like I said, you're a teacher at this like school. They call it a monastery, uh, where it's like the main religion, and there's like a cent- you're in like, the central hub of it. And so it's like a there's like fishing aspects. There's like a whole it's it's part of the country. Like there's a it's a city, so there's a bunch of cat, stray cats and dogs everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I was really, really mad that at first you couldn't do anything with them. And then you eventually can. And you can give them, like, treats and snacks. Mm. And every now and then, I have yet to look up or find the mechanic that makes this happen. I don't know if it's random or if I need to match certain cats or dogs with certain treats. But they'll just give you stuff. And, like, they didn't have to do that. Wait, wait. The cats and dogs will give you stuff? Yeah. For giving them treats? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll give, like, a cat a mackerel. Yeah. And then I'll, it's like, oh, it found, like, like a mithril stone. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Um, And it's, like, it's only happened. I've given a bunch of cats and dogs stuff, and I've only gotten, like, three or four things. Yeah. But, um... But I think that's better. Like, when you only get it sometimes, it seems more special when you actually do get it, you know? And then... I got two small things from Fire Emblem. Cool. But I, but I do enjoy not just Fire Emblem, but any game that days. allows you to interact with the animals in the game. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't give you a prize, I just like that they put that feature in there. Yeah. I want to pet the cats and dogs. The Twitter, sure. Um, and then another thing is, I ta- already talked about last or earlier, like that they have like the hints and tips and stuff in there. Tips and tricks. Tips and tricks. But they also do like monthly rankings. Monthly rankings? Rankings. rankings. Oh. Of like different stuff. Like character most used this month. Like Ooh. people are recruiting mm. them. I like that. Um, And they rank it. And then so, and then like they, as like you're waiting, you can go and like listen to all the little voice things. Yeah. But they also do a monthly ranking of the animals that get gifted the most. Mm, that's funny. So like the Calico Cat might get gifted the most that month. And yeah. then you can still go through and listen to their meows and barks. Sure, sure. Um, and I just think it's a fun loading thing. That is fun. So, uh, side note, uh, Tom, do you remember how in Cat on Catherine, sometimes like at like you would be just asked like a random survey question? Yeah. And then you'd answer, and then you get to see all the other how other people answer. Yeah, at the time, I, like so, sounds like such a small thing now, but yeah. at the time that was amazing. Yeah, 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 that was neat. Uh, I have a small thing. Is that, uh, is that was that it? No. <laughs> is it your penis? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have Come two. On, s- show I have, everybody. I have two small things. Then. <laughs> show YouTube. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we need them. we need them views. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, no. Take your money maker. <laughs> Play some slap shots on the camera. <laughs> yeah. Uh. No, it's a it's a monster hunter uh, little 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 thing. Uh, so you have little, um, I guess I guess emotes would be the word. Yeah. Uh, like you could like you can get your character like to do like certain like poses or yeah, dances. Emotes, or yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't know if like emotes could be more than one thing. Like sometimes it's anyway. So uh, like you can like there are f- to to name a few. There's some poses where like there's a pose where like you show off your weapon. So like your your hunter will like show his show their back to the camera and do this action. Yeah. And that's really neat. Or like sometimes they'll do dances, like he'll do a little little hula dance. Yeah. But the what the little thing is that like, you know, the palico, <clears throat> the little cat friend. Yeah. He'll do those things with you. And I like that. I like when I do a little dance and he does a dance with me. Or where he'll like when he's ready to, when I'm posing my weapon, he'll like he'll do like a little bad boy pose like that while I'm doing it. Yeah. I like it. That's cute. Uh that's cute. For, 
what are they called? Well, Palicos. Palicos. So Berto named his Palico Luna. And then, of course, and then did the design that's most like Luna's fur. Okay. And so every now and then, he, whenever he's like <laughs> put in a new outfit or something. Yeah. He's just like, Sinead, look. Look what I put Luna in, yeah. like in game. He's not talking about the dog. He's talking about the yeah, the cat. Uh, but they're very, very cute. I didn't know that. I didn't know that they have the name. He just calls it the, the Luna. Yeah, sure. they're called Palicos. Berto. It's like a calico who's your pal. You get? Do you understand that? You get it or pal? Yeah, yeah. Mm, never heard the word. Should I just go ahead and? Thankfully, this is the end of the show. <laughs> you can find I don't know. I thought that was a pretty good episode. Man. <laughs> it was. Uh, you can find us on most podcast apps. <laughs> uh, like, comment, and subscribe. <gasps> I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> mm, bye, guys. Bye.